Good Friday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church with you this morning. Glad to be here. Thank the Lord for you tuning in this morning. We're looking in John's Gospel chapter 4, excuse me, chapter 6 and verse number 44. And I had four on my mind there. Uh, but 44, verse 44 of John chapter 6, if you have your Bible this morning. And we're looking here today. We thank the Lord again for you tuning in. And just a reminder, yesterday we looked at uh, just a few thoughts about how the people disagreed with Jesus' words, his teaching, and what he said about him coming down from heaven. They, they doubted who he was. They doubted that that he had come down. They knew his earthly parents, or at least they thought they did. And uh, we know that they were very wrong in their assumption. And today, I want to say this, no matter what I believe or what you believe, the Word of God is always something that we can trust. We can always put our confidence in it. And we should trust the Word of God. I hope and pray that you have a copy of God's Word. I'm going to read verse number 44 in your hearing. Just give you a few simple things this morning as we look here together today. Then Jesus, right after after they had murmured, they were talking about that, they were, they were whispering around, they were talking one with another, and Jesus called them out on it, and he said, murmur not against among yourselves. Don't don't be murmuring. Don't, don't be doubtful. Listen to what I'm saying. That's what he was saying to them. And in verse number 44, he goes on to say that no man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. What an interesting verse, verse number 44, as we look at the Word of God. And and, and I'm just going to jump right in this morning and just tell you that I, I don't know everything there is to know about this verse. There are many depths to the Word of God that cannot be fathomed by any mere mortal man. But as we look at this, it's a very powerful and pointed statement that no man can come to the Lord Jesus except the Father which hath sent him draw that person. You're not going to come to Jesus just any way you want to. 
It's got to take a systematic formula for you to come to Christ. Again, let's reread the verse. No man can come to me, that's Jesus speaking, except the Father, who God the Father, which has sent me, draw him. You've got to be drawn by the power of God. It's interesting today, as we look at this verse, it is a verse that brings into it a lot of different controversies. Now, there are those who believe in a doctrine called the doctrine of predestination. And in man's theology, man oftentimes thinks of predestination in these terms, that God has predetermined that some men, some women, some boys, and some girls will go to hell rather than heaven when they die. And that God has predetermined that a certain group of men, women, boys, and girls that will go to heaven when they die. And there's nothing that can be done to change that because God has set that in his order. In other words, that God has chosen some to die lost, that God has chosen some to be saved. And he is the one that has done all the choosing and man has no part in it. Can I tell you that is not what the Bible teaches and it is not at all the right doctrine using the context of the word predestination. You see, God's predestination should encourage you and I. As Jesus is here speaking these words, it should be some encouragement to you and I today. Why is that? Because it is this, and let me just say it, I wrote this down and, and, and I believe it, that uh, it should encourage us because God has assured you and I who are saved of our salvation. And I'm glad that he has done that. He has secured it and he has assured it for you and I. You see, he gave within each one of us and God created us from the beginning this way, a free will to choose. You have the ability to make a choice to accept Christ or to reject him. But yet God the Father has, has he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And as we look at this verse of scripture, many people misinterpret this to say, well, you know, God's chosen, that settles it, there's no choice for man at all. But that is not the case because God opens up the opportunity for you and I to choose salvation. God does know who will be saved and he does know who won't be saved, but he wants everyone to accept his son. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And I'm glad that it is that way. But there's only one way to be saved, and that is by accepting and receiving Jesus Christ. As I think about that this, this morning, I, I would like to turn over to the book of 1 Peter. And I want to read in verse number 2, and I want you to listen very carefully what Peter says here in verse 2. And of course, Peter is addressing the ones that he is writing his letter to. It is to the Jewish believers that are scattered throughout Asia. 
And he says in verse 2, he, he calls them and he says that this to them. He says, elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you, peace be multiplied. He uses a phrase there, elect, in other words, chosen according to the foreknowledge of God. You see, God is not willing that any die lost and go to hell. God's will for man is that all men would be saved. But God in his knowledge and foreknowledge knows who will receive and who won't. And I'm glad that I am a part of the fold. Amen. I'm glad that I'm saved today. And I know that I have been born again. Why is that? Because I chose to trust Christ. I chose to believe. I chose to receive. Salvation is your choice, your free will. And it is also the predestination of God and the foreknowledge of God by that foreknowledge and his predestination. He knows who will and who won't. But yet he gives you and I the free will to choose. It is a very, very controversial doctrine. Many people want to argue it back and forth. The Calvinists say that only the elect can be saved, and that is true in that sense, but the elect could be whosoever will, and they don't believe in a whosoever will doctrine. They believe that it is those that are only chosen and those that are not chosen are going to go to hell and there's nothing that can be done. Can I say they omit the free will choice and we have a free will choice to choose today. I hope and pray that you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I hope and pray that you are in that foreknowledge of God. Amen. I hope and pray that God is already looking at you in eternity future and he sees you. And by the way, let me say this, and this is a mind-boggling thing to say, but God already knows the end. He knows the beginning and everything in between. And when God looks at us in the scope of eternity, it is as if we're already with him in heaven because it's that settled. Amen? And I'm glad that it is. I'm glad that I know who Jesus is. Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 44, no man can come to me except the Father, which has sent me, draw him, and I will raise him up the last day. I'm glad for the drawing power of the Holy Spirit and the Heavenly Father. It is his power. It is his drawing that opens up our eyes. It is his wooing that speaks to our heart, that convicts us of our sins. And it is by the power of God that you're saved, not of your own self. And I want to tell you, we should rejoice in that. Amen. Well, hope and pray you have a wonderful weekend. Lord willing, we'll be picking up again in John chapter 6 on Monday morning. And we thank you for tuning in this morning. May God bless you richly is our prayer. Hope you have a blessed weekend. And bye-bye. God bless. Oh.
faithful day. He said, child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just preach to me, for I am the one. I am the Thank you.